and welcome to Good the Brawl in the Post Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. And today we're going to talk about the astral plane, and more specifically, Garnet Schulhauser's claims of his fantastical voyages through the astral plane. I actually wanted to call this article Garnet Schulhauser, or how you can completely lose your mind but still make a career out of it. Ooh. That was my title for this episode. It is a fantastical voyage you go on, isn't it? Yeah. He claims. So I think it's quite, re- uh, you know, there's a religious element to it because of the, the titles of his books as well. It is a metaphysical religious book. It's not yeah. the guy just speaking with God, is it? No, no. Mm. It's more sort of new age spiritual thing, that's isn't it? That's it, that's all along that kind of path as well, talking to God, it's called. Well... Well, thanks for the material listeners, and then we'll get into it. Where shall I start with on the list? Gustavo Adolfo Madero in Mexico. Kingston, Jamaica. Arkel in the Netherlands. Mason, Michigan in the United States. That's a new one. Frankfurt, you're back. Hello. New York, New York. It's a hell of a town. <laughs> Dallas, Texas. Hampton, Virginia. Ballybunion. In Ireland, well, that's a cool name. Like that. Oh, top of the morning to you. Oh, because they were going to stop because you're just a Cork accent. <laughs> Barcelona, Spain, Bengaluru, India, Atlanta, Georgia, Boardman, Oregon, Guadalajara, Spain, Madrid, Spain, and Ashburn, Virginia. Hey, Ashburn. Who's been blitzing wow. you this week? Yep, thank you to everyone that's listened. Kingston, eh? I'm not, I haven't seen Jamaica on there, I really. <laughs> we'll never hear him again. One one. Like one over there. I don't know if you can say that actually. I saw a YouTube ad saying yeah. that we shouldn't say wag one. Oh, right, okay. The white person shouldn't say What's it. What's going on? What's going on? Well, well is it okay to say it? I've no idea. I think they all decided that they were friends. It was There's an old sketch, wasn't there? Terry Wogan, and he was in Jamaica. Yeah. I don't remember that at I mean, all. I don't remember no. what, what show it was. But I never I liked remember. Terry Wogan, so that's probably what And I he liked. was speaking like Jamaican. <laughs> is it called Pad... What's it called? I was going to say Pad One, but that's... That's, that's a young Jedi. That's what I am. A Padawan, <laughs> fuck you. I am. You're the longest, fucking oldest, longest <laughs> serving Padawan. <laughs> Are you ever going to go a Jedi night, Mike? You're never going to take the trials. Maybe learn some stuff. Nah, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, manana. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the astral plane? I had a vague idea until I started doing the research, and this is what Wikipedia says it is. Because it was Must the most, be right then. it was the simplest one. Because it's, it can be quite complicated. This astral plane stuff. It's a lot of things to a lot of people. So, as a general statement, this is the, the definition. So, also called the astral realm or the astral world, is a plane of existence postulated by classical, medieval, oriental and esoteric philosophies and mystery religions. It comes from a lot of places then. Yeah. I thought it was all just sort of new age to be fair. I didn't know it went far back as classical and medieval. No, stuff like this has been around for a while. It's been back in the medieval times it might have related more to heaven. And as the new age stuff comes in you get to all the souls being there. Or possibly purgatory. Or maybe some kind of purgatory. Who knows? The Christians don't do reincarnation, and that's kind of crept into this now as well, hasn't it? Well, completely, yeah. That's all the souls go to be reincarnated. And on the Akashic records, supposed to be there as well, which is the all the knowledge of every person who ever lived stored somewhere in the universe. And if you can get to that level, 
of meditation or putting yourself in a trance and you should be able to access that record. You can't get it on your smartphone, though. No, it's, no, you can't. Not yet. There's not an app for it. Elon Needs Musk hasn't bought it yet. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to buy it, though, I hear. It is the world of celestial spheres crossed by the soul in its astral body on the way to being born and after death and is generally believed to be populated by angel spirits or other immaterial beings. In the late 19th and early 20th century, the term was popularised by Theosophy and Neo-Rosicrucianism. God, something just a Neo-Rosicrucianist. <laughs> other views hold that the astral plane or world, rather than being some kind of boundary area crossed by the soul, is the entirety of spirit existence or spirit worlds to which those who die on Earth go, and where they live out their non-physical lives. But it isn't restricted to just Earth, some people believe. That's true. See, this is where it all gets confusing. Souls from other bodies and other planets and other universes. That's true, because the infinite universe is according to Garrett, and, you know, scientists too. Some scientists. Hey, the hawk was down for it, wasn't he? I don't know that he was. Yeah, I don't know then. I know Sean Carroll's probably the leading voice on okay, the multiverse. Hey, just earned that fucking science on us a badge there. Quite astral projection that, I've, that I watched not long ago. A film? Mm. Uh, Ghost Dad. The Mary Stone Goats? No, can't watch can't that anymore. You can't, can it you? It's got a twist to it. Like, in the end, the other one had like, but they swapped bodies sort of through astral projection and then... Yeah, the one set set up uh. a brother or sister as a murderer, sort of like, then went back to their own body and went, ha ha! Uh. <laughs> you know. Using astral projection for evil purposes. Yeah, yeah. I like it. So according to occult teachings, the astral plane can be visited consciously through astral projection, meditation and mantra, near-death experience, lucid dreaming or other means. Individuals are trained in the use of the astral vessel can separate their consciousness and in the astral vessel from in the astral vessel from the physical body at will. So you get good enough at it, you can just pop out for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Your body will just slump down. It's like you're in a waiting room or something you got off and that's what I've got a little adventure. <laughs> I just think I just pop off to the astral realm. Yeah. <laughs> Your body so just like slumps back. Episode of Insidious to me. Yeah. I've never it's, seen it. No. Oh yeah. Good films actually. Mm. They're alright they are. Insidious. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of a different one. It does have a little bit of foundation. The CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency, or the Criminal Intelligence Agency, whichever one you want to use, had a play with this. Kiss tight. Bethany, sorry. <laughs> um, My hay fever's been a right bitch this past few days. Yeah, so they looked into this in the Cold War, and a classified 1983 document was produced by US Army Lieutenant Colonel Wayne M. McDonnell with a, a technical power assist from a mastermind Israeli-American biomedical engineer, Itzhak Bentov. The report was declassified in 2003, and it packs a tour de force investigation into the potential achievability of astral projection into 28 hyper-dense pages. The problem is, the version released by the CIA was missing what appears to be an extremely crucial page, page 25. Ah, oh, it's always page 25. <laughs> I know. But there's always one page missing that explains like everything else. Yeah, it would tie the entire yeah. report together. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's not there. What a surprise. 
So for the uninitiated, astral projection is mostly interchangeable with the psycho-physical phenomena of out-of-body experiences and remote viewing. With the right guidance and technologies, astral projectors believe we can train our consciousness to move beyond the confines of the space-time dimension. This super-ability frees our human minds to travel through the universe, exploring an endless array of normally imperceptible realities and dimensions. And for me... This just means you're falling asleep and you're having a dream. But amazing if you could. Imagine what the possibilities. Your mind can travel anywhere in the universe that's determined by the speed of light. I don't know if it's determined by the speed of light. No, no. It isn't. That's what I'm trying to say. Travelling through the universe is normally prevented by the speed of light, isn't it? Yeah. To go great distances. But with this astral projection, you can go anywhere you want. Fucking amazing. On any plane? Yeah. On any, any multiverse? So if that's the case, right, why hasn't someone been to Mars and gone, look, fuckwits, there is no life on Mars, there's nothing on there for us, let's move on. <laughs> well, maybe there were people saying that at the time and they were dismissed as cranks. No, I'm just going to believe you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's the other way and they have confirmed life on Mars and that's why they've kept it quiet. Ooh. The asteroid projected up there and a chat to a Martian. Chat to Randy Kramer. Captain Randy Kramer. Yeah. I think there are any Martians. I think, you know, you'd astral project to another world, wouldn't you? Or another, another plane where, you know... Different... Well, there's other dimensions as well. Yeah. If I could go to anywhere, though, I'm not going to go to Mars. I'd go to the DC multiverse. Oh, good. Or the Marvel multiverse. In some multiverse, that exists. Anything you can think of exists. Well, you don't want to live in a major city <laughs> in, any, in any kind of Hollywood blockbuster <laughs> universe, do you? No, not New York. You don't live in New York. Yeah. Maybe like just a little village just outside of New York. <laughs> Ghostbusters <laughs> Universe I'd go for, that'd be pretty sweet. That's New York, isn't it? It is New York, but it doesn't get trashed that often in those movies. You could get in the suburbs. I'd go to a planet where they've reached utopia. There's no suffering. Well, there, I'd pop there too. It's not like you can stay. I'll, I'll come for a visit. No, because I'll probably be giving bad vibes. Because your body would just be sat there withering. <laughs> <laughs> You know, while you're having a try me a life in a utopia. On My primitive brain probably couldn't cope with it. Yeah, your head would explode. Every time he got there, he'd just be sent hurtling back into yeah. your body. <laughs> now, McDonald, Lieutenant Colonel McDonald, states earlier in the report that his goal was to construct a scientifically valid and reasonably lucid model of how consciousness functions in order to put out-of-body states into the language of physical science and to remove the stigma of its occult connotations. That's a quote from the report. So the CIA are interested in it. They obviously want it for their nefarious purposes. See, my wife thinks she can do it. Yeah? Yeah. With all the third eye and all that bullshit and she can astral project and things she like that. She should make herself available to the CIA. She could make herself available to the podcast. We could have exchanged you for her. <laughs> yeah, because she could be sat at home and you could <laughs> doing this. <laughs> she can join us through astral projection. Yeah, can I text us if she can join us? <laughs> so what sort of things does she use this power for? don't really know, to be honest. It's all in conjunction with Reiki, and psychic surgery, things like that, and just meditating and power of meditation. Like, she joined people, like, teaching you how to meditate and things and yeah and she feels the pulse the pulsing of a third eye and 
she's like sounds uncomfortable actually astral projected and things like that I don't think she's been to any other planets or anything like that but she's certainly had that feeling of being out in space and things like that and she eat them gummies I give her <laughs> <laughs> no but no she she wouldn't have been stoned at the time either or anything like that but why was she asleep this is where I See, I've meditated plenty myself, and I just know how powerful your imagination is and your mind is. Yes. So you can start seeing things with the closed eyes, just sitting there kind of thinking. You can see images. So there is that scepticism mm. that I have, is because I just know how powerful our imagination is. So you don't believe her then? I, don't, I wouldn't say I don't believe her. You believe that she believes it. Yeah, and I. But you think that you, but you think there's another explanation for it. Perhaps. Okay. I'm on the fence by it, really. I'm half and half. Mm. Part of me wants to believe because I don't think my wife's nuts yeah. in the head. So well, we can do a very simple experiment. I'll write something on a piece of paper and hide it at home, and she she can read what's on it. I'm not sure if it's quite that simple, though. That's what, they were, that's what the CIA wanted to use these remote viewers for, was to say, OK, the Iranians have got something in room 42 in their intelligence agency offices. It's locked in a safe. We need you to go in there and look at it. Mm. And that's what they, that was their goal. Yeah. This report is a vicious mind labyrinth like that. Mm. Mind mm. labyrinth. And for 24 pages, it winds its way through the spiritual and scientific underpinnings, techniques to achieve and potential... Applications of space-time transcendence. It introduces methodological frames of reference like hypnosis, transcendental meditation, spiritual belief systems, biofeedback, quantum physics, and universal holograms, only so that its intended audience, the CIA top brass, might merely begin to grasp its bigger reason for being. By the bottom of page 24, he reaches a full extens... Exen, uh, he reaches a full extens... I can't say it. Existential. Existential <laughs> crescendo. Broaching the very nature of reality itself. It is a cliffhanger. And the report reads, the bottom of 2024, this is so because in order to attain self-consciousness, the consciousness of the absolute must project a hologram of itself and then perceive it. That hologram is a mirror image of the absolute in infinity, still exists outside time and space, but is one step removed from the absolute and is the actual agent of all creation, or reality in brackets, and the eternal thought or concept of self which results from this self-consciousness serves the... And page, then page missing. And then page missing. And it skips straight to page 26. So that's interesting. So they project a hologram of themselves. Yeah. That then is able to move outside of time and space. And that's one hell of a military application. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, did you say you can See go into the future? The would want it. Yeah. Go into the future, couldn't you? you? Well, you could go into one future, yeah. one of many futures. Yeah. Remember, Mike Terminator told us the future's not set. Uh, fate is what we make. That's it. The butterfly effect and all that shit. Yeah. There's a new school of thought now about time travel, but if you, if you go back, you just create another timeline, so you couldn't go back like Back to the Future to redo give yourself you, the uh, kill your granddad to kill your you couldn't go forward you can't you, go back and kill your granddad because if you 
if yeah, you do, something will happen to make you well, be alive, self-correct itself. Because how how would that work? And if you so, killed your granddad, you wouldn't exist. You'd have never been able to kill your granddad. But apparently, they reckon now that if you did go back and do that, time would somehow. It would of, it would branch off onto another line where you don't exist, but the other line where you do would just carry on. No, no, it, it actually recorrects itself. Yeah. That's what they think. They've done experiments with photons and things, and they've somehow they've figured it's it out. Don't ask me how. Exist anyway, so your soul and personality would just get born in another body? Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. So it would correct itself by your soul and, and you know, personality. You would somehow still be born. Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. don't know how, but they're saying Almost that's... like a quantum leap style like you'd be you still your conscience would be you but you'd probably be in a completely different body, body your mum and dad would be completely maybe. different people maybe yeah? and you'd just be like who the fuck have I just killed yeah. <laughs> what the fuck's going on man why am I black oh <laughs> shit what the fuck <laughs> well, I think it was a good thing <laughs> is this where you go ooh open your trousers <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh I'm black <laughs> yeah baby <laughs> Yeah, apparently there are things called time crystals. And they experimented on them. Mm-hmm. Sounds all very sci-fi, but I read a scientific paper on it, or a summary of a scientific paper. You're really fucking trying to learn that bad <laughs> <I am. laughs> where, where, where do they get these time crystals from? Fuck you know? knows. You have to dig deeper into your own research. I read right. somewhere, that should you go back in, so you go back in time and speak to your younger self and say, don't do that, or do this... When you go forward, nothing will have changed for you because the timeline basically splits off at that point. So you don't gain any benefit from going back in time and like giving, say, hey, I'll put, put 500 quid on Leicester winning the Premiership. Just hold it to the end, trust me, they'll win it. Yeah, that you will go on and win that. That timeline branches off and you go back to the future and you haven't got any money. <laughs> oh. The time travel is effectively pointless in that respect because mm-hmm. you can't change anything. In your own timeline. Yep, it's head fuck. Um, so if I went back in time, right, and buried all my Star Wars figures, and action men that's I moved and things like that, things that are worth fucking fortune now, I buried them somewhere, like in a little vacuum packed sealed thing. Would that, if I, and then I come back to the present time, and I went to that spot, would it not be there? But you couldn't do it, could you? Because... It's just an astral... You're just a hologram. You're going back in time as a hologram. No one else can see you then? Well, I don't know, because he interacts with some beings, doesn't he? This guy... Yeah, when but he's, he's with Albert when he does it. Yeah. So, so if you could somehow we'll get, get somebody to do it for you... Yeah, you could maybe convince your old self to bury them. Write a ghostly note on the mirror and the steel or something. <laughs> £500 on Leicester to win in yeah. 2016 or whatever it was. Yeah. Make sure you get the right day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, I'm still poor, what happened? I'm even poorer. <laughs> if, for, for all that don't have a clue what we're talking about when we say Leicester, Leicester City is a football team in the Premiership a couple of years back. 5,000 to 1 odds they'd win it. Some guy put like a 50 quid bet on or whatever it would have been. Probably wasn't, it was like a tenner or something, wasn't it? 10 or 20, I think. Put like 10 quid on it or something, I I don't know. Either way, and they won. And he he cashed out at about a quarter of a million 
he could have won half a million, but he cashed out about a month early. But still, that's what we're talking about. They yeah. just survived relegation the season before, and they would just come up into the Prem, haven't they? Yeah, that's it. They just the... come up to the Premiership, and then it, so we just say, imagine putting five hundred quid on them, be a nice little learner, wouldn't it? <laughs> Certainly would. Put five million on. <laughs> Everything you owed on them. <laughs> yeah. One fantastic internet theory maintains that McDonnell omitted the page intentionally. If someone could successfully astral project, they'll be able to tell him what's on it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and that's always my answer to this is like, all right, show me. You know? Mm. You can do that. That's great. That's fucking awesome. Show me. Well, the CA didn't invent it. They used teachings from a man named Robert Munro, who later founded an organisation called the Munro Institute. So, it comes from him, apparently. Yeah. Mm. And page 25 was sat in the Munro Institute archives. And no one's been able to see it? They have now. Have they? Mm-hmm. So this guy, the guy who wrote the article basically rang him up and was like, look, I've got the report, I'm missing 25 on page 25. And they actually said, like, we're not sure we can let you have that and eventually they did the page opens with the word absolute it sits there authoritatively as if guarding the gate to the rest of the text in the broader context of the report the term is applied to both spiritual belief systems and quantum physics alike it is an important word according to the report the absolute is essentially the governing energy of the universe on mass it powers the universal hologram that is all of entirety. Some scientists believe that we might be in a hologram. We might be a holographic projection. The whole Earth? The whole universe. The whole universe. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. Better than the bloody Truman Show theory. What do they call it? It's got a name. It's like, like a big dome. It's firmament. The firmament. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but that's flat earth and... Just drift into that, don't it? <laughs> Just yeah. drift in. Between the reality we know and the absolute are countless intervening dimensions, McDonnell writes, which is pretty trippy stuff for a government report, I think <laughs> we'll find. It's... Just a bit. An absolute is a ceiling, as far as we know it. Wow. End of the line. Full stop. Well, well, it's the world's labyrinth, though. Sounds like a fun place to go. Oh, yeah. The CIA looking into it, they must have thought there was something going on. Or it certainly was a possibility. But then you've also got that whole... I'm not sure how clever the CIA really are, though, to be fair. A lot of what it was in the Cold War, which is when this was being done, is if they heard a rumour the Russians were doing something, <laughs> they, they would fight. have to do it in case there was yeah. a gap. They've got a psychic gap on us. Yeah, so mm. they'll, they'll be getting all the people in, oh, you know, doing you know the flashcards. Mm. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Like the start of Ghostbusters with yeah, flashcards. Yeah, stars and that. And that one was getting them all right, but he's still shocking them. Yeah. <laughs> I think he wanted to bang the chick. <laughs> right. Yeah. So talk about Geralt. Garnet, even. Geralt of Rivia, I was going to say then. Yeah. Garnet Schulhauser. Author of four books. Yes, four. Four, four books he stretched this out of. Dancing on a Stamp. Dancing Forever with Spirit. Dance of Heavenly Bliss. Dance of Eternal Rapture, I'm going to guess he just really likes dancing. He is a middle-aged man, he used to be a lawyer, because apparently that makes him more credible. Maybe it's a pseudonym. Well, he claims he was a blue-chip lawyer. That makes him trustworthy, then. That it? makes him trustworthy. So lawyers are trustworthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, He's literally a train liar. <laughs> 
if you are a long-time listener of this show, you're going to know my opinion on this. I think it's absolute bullshit. I think this man's living in a flight of fantasy. And he's thought, you know what? You can make some money out of that. Well, let's get into it and then let the listener decide. <laughs> yeah, so all of these books recount his travels with his astral spirit guide, Albert, where guide encountered advanced ET races and other human races. Out there in the, in the universe, on the astral plane, actually projecting to them. So mm. Albert's this guy that's introduced himself as a tramp. Yeah. He's a homeless person, yeah. Yeah. Sounds uh, a bit like an episode of Bloody Quantum Leap to me. Well, Albert does look suspiciously like Caucasian Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was watching it earlier and I put it on, my mum was in the room. And I said to her, I said, who does that remind you of? And she instantly said, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he is Jesus. Maybe Albert is Jesus. Maybe. And what's Albert like? Well, he's got no wings, he's got no halo, he's just a homeless Caucasian genius who's a wise, patient, cheeky, flippant and a bit of a rascal. Or as much a rascal as a guardian spirit can be, I guess. Um, he likes to tease Garnet about his many human foibles. I like that word. Mm. Yeah, so we had this chat with him on the park bench and then later on he wakes up one night to see a ghostly ethereal figure in his bedroom door you know I'm thinking home invasion or burglary <laughs> but no oh who are you going to call in that scenario Scrooge <laughs> well no he just told him what the fuck after me basically it's Albert in astral form and he's here in the incarnate's bedroom in the middle of the night to take him on astral adventures. <laughs> to me, it does sound a bit like an episode of Scrooge as well. Yeah. It sounds like this guy's... Jacob just... Marley. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a Christmas party. Yeah. Like... Kind of. It sounds a little bit like that to me. I think it's force ghosty, isn't it? I, I just think this guy's got a good imagination and he likes writing books. If he's making money off them, yeah. <clears throat> he's got to be making something off it. He's wrote four books. First place they go is a place called Aglia, the gleaming white city. Mm. Entering through the main portal and taking a stroll down the main boulevard, the streets were swarming with people in colourful clothes from every culture and part of history. No medieval peasants caked in shit, just people in really colourful clothes. <laughs> yeah? from all the different types. Of, because everyone, the idea is everyone's lived so many lives. Sounds a bit like Gondor. Yeah. <laughs> When you get to the astral plane, when you get to this city, hey, you, you can put on, you can basically tire yourself from any point over your past lives, should you want to. Mm. Or you can like, just be a ball of light, can't you? Yeah. Or you can be a ball of light if you want. A floating ball of light. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, proper, you know, go in some medieval get-up. Yeah, and according... Medieval, Pete, what would you go as? Any type like of dress through history. He's going to be a knight and shining armour. Yeah, yeah, that'll do. Yeah. Chainmail. Nah, big fucking plate. Shiny plate armour knight. Shiny golden that, plate. Fuck that, I something comfortable. I'm just going in what I'm wearing now with tracky <laughs> bottoms and the <laughs> It's all padded underneath mine is. Well, it, it's only a projection, so exactly. it's not going to be heavy. Oh, yeah, good point. In that case, then... <laughs> mm. I might just go nude, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let That's when you're a shining ball of light, is it not? Let it swing. <laughs> I'd have a shining ball of light on my balls. <laughs> I'd have them bit shining. <laughs> Mike? 
There you go, but just chuck it in charges. I'll go and then form Nazi regardless. Why are you dressing up as a Nazi in paradise, Mike? <laughs> just to fuck with them. <laughs> no, I'm bad. joking. No, I don't know, to be fair. I know with you, you'd be togas. Togas, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Toga, or I might swap and do some sort of Roman uniform with the, the, the breastplate, the horsehair plume thing going on. There'd definitely be some kind of Roman theme at some point. Or Greek, ancient like Greek. Charioteer or something. No, I want the full armour if I'm going to have it. You know, like the officer's armour, you know, looks smart. <laughs> or maybe some like 18th century British field marshal get up. Red coat, gold braid, all that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Rimmer. <laughs> Don't have the twisty moustache. Doesn't make my knight in shining armour sound so silly, does it, eh? Ah, you can only be a projection of a life that you incarnated. Yeah, yeah so if, if, as long as I've been a Roman at some point, yeah. I'm alright, aren't I? But have I countless lives? If you've always been a dung peasant, then... <laughs> then I guess you're just going to take a more slightly more fancy version of your dung peasant clothes. Yeah. Ones that aren't caked in cow shit. Yeah. <laughs> only a bit of human shit. Yeah, only a little bit. <laughs> Your, your Sunday vest. <laughs> so we got four inches of poo on it at right, right the bottom. <laughs> Your Sunday vest. <laughs> Albert takes him to the Hall of Wisdom. Right, that's, that's not a bad name. It's got pillars. It's very majestic with pillars is the way that old Garnet described how old, it. How old are these books? They're fairly recent, I think. Are oh, they? So he's been yeah. playing Skyrim and things like that. Ten years. Last ten years. Yeah, he's been playing Skyrim and all that kind of shit isn't it and he's, he's taking lots of references from lots of lots of things I could certainly relate yeah. to the rest of it is the Hall of Wisdom is like oh yeah it's majestic it's got pillars it's like mate it's called the Hall of Wisdom it's not like a shithole is it it's not going to be a, a shanty little fallen down corrugated shack it's called the Hall of Wisdom of course it's going to be fucking majestic <laughs> fucking guy and there is 11 regal souls seated around the horseshoe shaped table inside and they all have snow white hair with smooth unwrinkled skin and at this point I wrote Aryan Superman question <laughs> mark yeah <laughs> I he's in the Nazi yeah. hair fit isn't he yeah, he, is. <laughs> he is clearly a fucking Lord of the Rings Skyrim fantasist fucking fan that's it end <laughs> of and these guys are the council of wise men Right, and it's their job to oversee all the reincarnations on Earth, because of course it is. Fucking hell, that's a job, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Imagine the paperwork. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, Mr. Martin. Martin we, um, we accidentally assigned you to a dung beetle last week by mistake. Yeah. When you die, we'll give you a better one this time round. <laughs> <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> He's there shaking your little dung beetle leg at him. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, dung. Gonna <laughs> 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 roll that shit. <laughs> Damn you. As I'm munching dung. That's some good shit. <laughs> <laughs> The head of the council is Sophia. She's got a message for Garnet to convey to all the humans, because why not? Why him? Why not all of us at the same time? No, no, just this random middle-aged former lawyer. He is the fucking one-way link between the council of fucking wisdom, wise men, and the majestic hall of wisdom and humanity. Mm-hmm. Sounds a bit like Joseph Smith as well, doesn't he? Definitely some parallels you made with that, yeah. yeah. Why don't they just send us all an email? <laughs> that would work. Why not? Because you'd think it was spam. 
Yeah, go straight into spam. I've been trying. <laughs> Damn these humans and their spam filters. <laughs> Hello, I'm Sophia from the Council of Wiseman, and I'm here to tell you how you can astral project <laughs> and become at one with the universe. For just thirty pounds a month. <laughs> <laughs> and your mother's maiden name. <laughs> we'll send you DVD every month. Explain the next step. Well, I'm just telling that one guy, that's where it's like a bit biblical, like, you know, like mm-hmm. Jesus Moses. itself, is it Moses and that? That's itself, like J- uh, Joseph Smith mm. from the Mormons. The best of it is with Smith, brief tangent, founder of Mormonism, obviously, literally got kicked out from the one town because he was a religious charlatan where he'd gone, I found these magic plates that only I can read and it's basically telling you all, I'm God's like right hand dude. And you won't have to do what I say. And they went, get the fuck out. Yeah. And threw him over to the next town where he tried the same trick and it took off. Luckily they believed him. Yeah. Fucking yeah. crazy. You know, that's dum, a cool... Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> yeah, this guy's basically setting himself up as a prophet, isn't he? He is, yeah. I think he's fucking... I think he's arrogant. He comes across as this cuddly old grandpa with his little American grandpa moustache. Uh, like the bloke from Cocoon. Is What's his name? name? Wilfred Brimley. Oh, God knows, Ben. L. Ron Hubbard Cocoon. as well, isn't it? 20 Sounds years. Sounds a bit L. Ron Hubbard-like. Just a little... L. Ron, there's some parallels we made. Sounds a bit David uh, Icke-ish as well. He hasn't got into the reptilians yet. Well, he doesn't get into the reptilians. But Sophia's got a message for him to take back to humanity. Of course she has. To quote her, Humanity is at a crucial crossroads. Well, no shit. Well, hasn't it always been? Hmm. Really? There's always something looming around the corner. Yeah, there is. There's always something looming. Our emotional and spiritual advancement has not kept pace with our technology. Fear, anger, hate and greed rule too much of our lives. And we all know what fear, anger, hate and greed lead to. The dark side. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So he's got a bit of Star Wars in here now. When he said that, because we've all watched a video, haven't we? Yeah. When he said that, I was just like Star Wars straight Mm. off. I think this dude's Palpatine. I am your father. No! <laughs> yeah. My reenactment for that. <laughs> and basically, summing it up to paraphrase it, get rid of the Luke so you'll end up like Atlantis. Yeah, we need to embrace love and raise our consciousness to achieve the next level. Don't we fucking know this anyway? He's, no. d- he's telling us something we don't fucking know. Yeah, come on. This message is repeated quite a lot throughout his. Journey, isn't it, it is, it's really repeated. And if anything, he's taking this from the contactees who met with aliens in the 50s, or claimed they met with aliens in the 50s. And this was all uh, all early UFO reports where people meet the aliens. He's telling them, got to get rid of them nukes, you got to sort yourselves out. You're on a one-way ticket to species extinction. It's basically what Vrini said on... Yeah, it's a very common his, his theme, message. isn't it, in, in, in this sort and of... And he says the Galactic Federation exists, doesn't he? He does, and they've even got a Star Trek-style prime directive... Yeah. yeah. Well, tell them to come down here and I'll go on there. I'll be there with the Forge or whatever. Geordie. Geordie. I'm being right. Fuck that. Don't blind me. <laughs> Sorry, mate. You've got another visor. Mm. <laughs> I'm being right. I'm banging the ship's cancel and looking cool. <laughs> Coolest man on the ship, Riker. I was going for somebody not quite so high up, like just being a bit more modest, that's all. <laughs> You're still head engineer, mate. I want to be Will Wheaton. <laughs> no one wants Will. to... Will. Shut up, Will. <laughs> Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> uh, 
Alright, so Albert's going to show you around now, and then you can tell everyone about this. As I said, the council, the supreme leader of the Council of Wise Souls can't tell humanity a fucking self. Lazy. Lazy? <laughs> she needs this really honest sounding fucking ex-lawyer to tell everyone. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Albert then decides that he's going to whisk Garnet off to a cave under the North Pole to have a chat with the spirit of the earth, Gaia, and she's not happy. She certainly isn't. She is not amused. She hates the way we dump our garbage, pollute the rivers. Yeah. I, one might say she's distressed. Yeah. I wrote pollution, yada, yada, yada. Those are my notes. And she says, she says the negativity of humanity is holding her back from reaching higher dimensions, higher plane. Yeah. If she can increase her frequency of vibrating, she will then upgrade the earth, she'll go to the next level and we'll all be really happy and we'll all... But we're, with our negativity, we're stopping her from reaching that yeah. next level. So it's our fault the spirit of the earth can't ascend. Oh, the blame game. <laughs> Big the guilt trip, innit? <laughs> She's going to raise her vibrations to get to a higher plane, abundant with love and compassion. She turn it up to ten, love. Yeah. That's what most women do when they want to raise the vibration. <laughs> Just don't turn it up to eleven. <laughs> and she hopes we'll knock all the bad stuff on the head so we can all ascend with her. Okay. And now Albert's going to go, he takes him to show a few of Gaia's secrets. Mm. Her only fans account. <laughs> <laughs> so we're off to the Pacific Northwest now, in America, where he's introduced to a Sasquatch named Zana. She's nine feet tall. Now this I can get down with. <laughs> Ape head, dark brown hair. Sasquatches are descended from a now extinct ape which got fucked by a humanoid ET. Yeah. Well, or in vitro. I, I put fucked because it's funnier. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. They live on every continent, but they avoid humans because obviously we're violent and aggressive. They um, can sense us from miles away. They can. They're, they're sensitive, intelligent beings who communicate telepathically and live in harmony with the world. They've rejected technology yeah. to live a simple life. She wants us to live in harmony to Zana, but she's obviously afraid of the humans because we're just going to round them up and stick them in a zoo, aren't we? See, I mentioned this to you guys a few months back and I said about how there's, they're actually like astral beings, didn't they? Yeah, like, we and did. You were all like, ah, yeah, there is kind of... Well done, this guy's backing you up. <laughs> yeah, you've got Garnet shithouse on your side. There is, there is some kind of... No, up to yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, you you didn't block it out of thin air. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't... No, that's, that's true. I, I have heard people say it. Yeah. Well, it's, I thought I felt at the time it was quite an interesting mm. thing because they do connect a lot of these little, like, white orb lights kind of thing. So it's all them salt. Alright, I'm ringing. I'm getting reincarnated as a fucking Sasquatch. Yeah, man. That'd be quite cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. Run around naked all day. Exactly. Someone comes you don't want to see, you turn into a little light and just disappear. Fucking sweet. Just blend into the the surroundings or whatever. Yeah, next, this guy goes on about fairies living in caves underground. Well, cause... my mum li- believes in fairies, so she used to anyway. I don't know whether she still does. She probably does because she's getting a bit old now. He's <laughs> blaming it on, on looming civility. Maybe. Yeah. He's starting to lose marbles a little bit now, so. Oh, the fairies are back. Ooh. Speaking of fairies. Speaking of fairies. This is where he goes next to yeah. meet the fairy. Yeah. He's wished off to Ireland. 
Oh, Island again! <laughs> Where he meets in a secluded meadow, Albert introduces a Garnet to a fairy named Brina. She's three foot tall and like a perfect china doll. I'm hoping Albert's not some fairy. Ah, that's the thing with fairies. There are different types of fairy. There's the tiny little ones. There's ones with human sized. Is there? This fairy then. This three foot fairy could what be accounted for leprechauns. Well, she's apparently like a perfect china doll. So it's you know I'd imagine she's quite attractive, rather than looking like a dumpy little (laughs) dumpy little leprechaun. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> again, or is he just, or is Albert just taking him to somewhere where they groom kids? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know that she's a, he's told her she's, is, yeah, she's a fairy. She's got wings though, won't she? Surely. Uh, probably. You I couldn't have started grooming fairies, but grooming the Bigfoot, that's... <laughs> <laughs> you mean you don't want to sexual awaken with Sasquatch? <laughs> no. I don't, I don't think you'd have much of a choice. <laughs> Well, I'm not particularly keen on tall women as it is. Nine feet tall, Jesus Christ. And hairy. And hairy. Probably covered in lice as well. Big Obviously, boobs. I was just, yeah, just dipping yourself Hairy in boobs. Well, she's got really nice big boobs and they're really nice. Just hairy. <laughs> they're really nice and hairy. <laughs> but they're just hairy. <laughs> Sounds like a taller Ewok, Mike. Think about it. I'll tell you what, <laughs> you, you go first. You tell me what it was like. <laughs> I'll make mind up after. Two inch long nipples <laughs> stick in your, in your eye. <laughs> Nipples like a thumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah>, gross. <laughs> I don't have a gob job from a fairy. <laughs> right height. <laughs> I could use pixie dust on it. Yeah. Fairies once uh, lived openly in Ireland, and surprise, surprise, they also lived in harmony with nature. You see the bad guys of the story are in this, yeah, can't yeah, you? Yeah, we are, aren't we? <laughs> Now they're forced to hide in underground cities when, they, when the humans arrived. They had some bad experiences with us. So there's some underground cities? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's an interesting one. Yeah. So after Bigfoot and the fairy have bitched at Garnet about what cunt humanity are, Albert whisks him off to outer space. Proteus takes him to a water planet with no landmass at all. Just all water. And he's met with two creatures that look like a humpback whale and another that looks like a dolphin. Guess what these two are going to do? Have sex? <laughs> no. They're going to bitch at what bastard humanity are. Oh. They tell him that most of the sea life on Earth was seeded from Proteus by advanced ET races. And by the way, the whales and the dolphins are in telepathic communication with the Earth's dolphins and whales and they're definitely not happy. <laughs> yeah, except that, but in their head. <laughs> Whales and dolphins are highly intelligent and, of course, want to live in harmony with humans. Because everyone does for some reason, but we're just all bastards. Yep. And then I came up with an idea. What if there's actually a secret Sasquatch fairy and Sea Life Alliance to overthrow humanity? They don't like us very much, and all this talk of we want to live in harmony. Do you know what this starting to sound like now? Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, he meets Aslan in a bit. <laughs> You've got a point, though. Instead of just... How <laughs> it's just this homeless guy who breaks in his house and bumps him in a closet. Albert's <laughs> fucking Mr. Tomlis. Gives him some LSD and then bums him. <laughs> what are you saying? Why have I got a sore bum after this? <laughs> <laughs> in a cupboard <laughs> interesting theory 
Anyway, God says, right, when I go back, I'm telling everybody. I just won't tell them about the bumming in the cupboard. <laughs> Albert then pops him back to Earth to have a chat with an Earth dolphin called Shimmers. Shimmers oh, the dolphin. Shimmers. That's a nice name. It's telepathic, highly intelligent and empathic. Would you believe that they also want to live in harmony with humans? <laughs> Well, I should imagine so, yeah. Yeah, but she says humans are like an out of control, deadly weed snuffing out life where it touches. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Well, yeah. Can't argue. No. Can't. no. <laughs> I suppose you can't. And, you know, I'm more inclined to listen to the dolphin. Yeah, let a dolphin lead. I'll tell you what, that's our next Prime Minister. Yeah. Fucking Shimmers the dolphin. Shimmers yeah. the dolphin. <laughs> Shimmers the dolphin for PM. <laughs> I'm down for it. We'll be his interpreters. Yes, he just said... Yeah. Yeah, he just said, abolishing all taxes. Yeah, no more taxes. Yeah. What's that, Shimmers? You want us to invade France? (laughs) 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 Okay. Yes, Prime Minister. He actually said cheese-eating surrender. (laughs) We've read between the lines. Prime Minister, I got it right away. <laughs> oh, Three hours later, I'm driving a tank for the Charles Tunnel, waving a sword from the top. We're only joking. We love the French, really. No, we don't. We got any French listeners? No. All right, we don't like the French, really. No, uh, okay. No, I, I admire the French's stubborn refusal to take any shit off the government. Oh yeah. Just like you, you're gonna, do, you're gonna raise taxes, strike everyone on the streets, burn yeah. shit. When they upped the speed limit in France and put loads of speed cameras in, they just took to the streets and destroyed the speed cameras. We should do that here, shouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll but the problem push is overs everyone's are. just too much of a pussy, aren't they? We're brought up in this. We're brought up as children. If there's a wet break, it's always in the. You stay inside. You don't go outside. It's like just. But like there's no. It's like if it rained during a protest, we'd all go home. Mm. Their bag is burning shit anyway. Well, let's face it. It rains a lot. Exactly, and that's why we've ever had a successful revolution. Nah, we're spineless. It's <laughs> <laughs> the weather. No one can be arsed. It's all not staying out in this. <laughs> you know, we're not, though, are we? No, Mike, we created nah. a world. Nah, am I joking? We created a massive empire. <laughs> we're too reserved. That's our problem. We don't want to cause. We don't want to cause. Don't want to make offence. Sorry. We don't want to. Sorry. No, no, no. We're apologetic. We just don't want to make a fuss. Yeah. Keep calm and carry on. Yeah. Stiff up a lip. A bit of both, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas a French like, nah, fuck this. But on the plus side, Shimmers has noticed that some humans are becoming more spiritually advanced. Yeah. So, you know, there's hope yet. Constant theme, though. Humans bad. Everyone else just wants to live in harmony with us. <laughs> we don't know about these dolphins, fairies and sasswatches. They could all be fucking talking to each other. Trying to overthrow us. Bad man in us behind our back. Yeah. Chronicles and armour in us. <laughs> Albert now whisks him off to a planet near the centre of the galaxy called Xeron. And it's a barren surface, but under it lives a race of spider-like creatures. So that's the planet I'd be nuking then. Sounds a bit like Sauron. Again, I'm going back to me Lord of the Rings fan. Yeah. Yeah, but there's not just one spider, there's a whole fucking race of spider-cracking creatures. So this is, I'm going to starship troopers, this planet. Yeah. What, the Hobbit? Shitloads of spiders in the Hobbit. Yeah. 
Anyway, apparently it's the space spider's job to find planets capable of hosting life. Yeah. And when they do, they then organise the seeding of said life from other planets. They basically sort of, let the middlemen now contract advanced ET races, say, okay, seed that planet with stuff from there. And they'll do it, like, that way. So you guys will survive successfully on this planet. You go and, you know... Yeah, stick them there. Yeah. Why are they using spiders? Why not just use robots or something? That's just the creatures that they are. These are this is the, you know I get the council of wisdom and their little job. Well, this is the spider people's job, basically. Maybe they're highly intelligent. They are. They are highly intelligent. So are we like the only fucking species that hasn't got a job then. We fuck shit that, up. That's our, our job. Our job is self destruction. Yeah, we fuck shit up. Mm. That's our job then. Well, we might as well crack on. Carry yeah. on. We don't know. There might be other <laughs> alien races that are at a sort of level. But yeah, probably. It's not mentioned in this. No, we never met any of them in this tale. Strange that. Albert then takes his garnet to an ET spacecraft orbiting the Earth, where he effectively meets the Greys, doesn't he? Yeah. He says short grey humanoids, big bulbous heads, big black eyes. Q multiple gang probing, presumably. Yeah. yeah. Mm. He multiple had a, gang probing. He definitely had a sword bun at the end of this. But he's a hologram again, isn't he? They can. They, I'd imagine the greys are so advanced they can. <laughs> they, can uh, they can probe your astral. Pro- They're not in it for the science, Mike. They're yeah. just in it for the fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, like they got a little tracking device. Yes, I've located the source. Astral probing won't stop us. <laughs> <laughs> they astral project a probe into through a gar- wormhole in, into Garnet's actual physical body, sat in slumped up in his bed. Yeah. <laughs> astral probing. That's what that's called. Whoa, that's a name for a band. Astral probe. <laughs> <laughs> They've been seeding life about and on Earth since the early days on the orders of the Galactic Council, which goes against other established UFO law that says the Greys are the bad guys. Mm-hmm. So they work with the spiders. So spiders mm. aren't, you know, working alone, are they? Think of the spiders as, like, the management and they subcontract out the seeding yeah. of the life to other alien races. They've probably got a nice old racket going. They're probably wealthy, these spiders. Probably like some kind of trade federation from Star Wars. Well, they can, like they can probably bit. eat as many flies as they want. Yeah. Except their webs are festooned with whatever is valuable out there. Exactly. Gold, silvers, silks. Who knows? There's a lot of communication going on between these, though, isn't there? It's got to be. Telepathically, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, they're all telepathic and they're all in the Galactic Federations, but like in Star Trek, they can't get involved. Mm-hmm. Although they do. Although they do, because they're telling Garnet about it for a start. <laughs> and, and they get involved later on. Yeah, because ET races disguise themselves as humans mm. to monitor us. That'd be the lizard men. No, not necessarily. According to him, he met a... What was it? A blue alien, wasn't it, Ben? Yeah, um, I just got a little more. We'll get into that. Many races have been monitoring us for eons, like some kind of galactic peeping toms. Albert assures Garrett that all the ETs are benevolent. Yeah, of course they are. That's Albert. That's what you want us to think. Mm. Want us to take us off guard so the greys can swoop in and turn us into probe toys. Obviously, Albert then says, oh, you know, E.T.'s of Among Us, and to prove his point, he whisks him off to Oxford University, where the Professor of Neuroscience at Oxford is apparently an extraterrestrial. Ooh. They live Among Us to find out about us. Was well, anyone what been up to it? Anyone been up to this guy and said, oi, are you an alien? It's a, it's a woman, Amanda, she's called. Amanda? Yeah. I don't know if the professor of neuro is a doctor of neuroscience at Oxford called Amanda, but I think Garnet's making some bold claims if there is. 
I think we should find out if there is a, a has been and, and we should try and track her down and do ah, some but she may have been able to you know hide her tracks mm. she's an intelligent alien maybe she is a man that's why she's called a man duh now she looked quite hot a man duh <laughs> she looked quite hot for an alien she was blue mm. yeah a domed head and shiny black eyes and kind of hot and people at Oxford University didn't notice this no because she has a holographic projector yeah it was actually in her chest. Well, Albert got Garnet to see because he like waved his hand and t- disrupted it because obviously he's... I think he's Jesus, isn't he? Space Jesus. Space Jesus, Albert. I think he's Space, space Jesus. Space Jesus! That's another song. Yeah. That's just, that's the first song for... Um, Astral Pro. Astral Pro. <laughs> space Jesus! <laughs> Take you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to the motherfucking dolphins. <laughs> you took it really rock. Now. I took it metal then, sorry. <laughs> Talk to the motherfucking dolphins! <laughs> oh, they want to find out the nuclear codes. Are we infiltrating us that way? Dodgy dolphins. Like, well, this, these aliens are living among us. How do we know that one of them isn't the president? Biden's skin doesn't look like it should. Do you know what? How do we know that Flipper? Wasn't working on the other side. Remember Flipper? Yeah, killed itself. Did it? One of the dolphins that played Flipper killed itself, yes. Yeah. Drowned itself. No fucking way. Yeah. See, Hollywood and all this raping, yeah. they even didn't even get away from the fucking dolphins, did it? Yeah. <laughs> Probably even molested the dolphins. Well, funnily enough, apparently the dolphin was in love with one of the traders. Well, there you go. There's no smoke without fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's the British legal system. <laughs> uh, the aliens who the raising Amanda on, they want to suppress our toxic emotions as if they've got the fucking right to. How dare they? I want to be a cunt. That's it. End of. That's our choice. Apparently these toxic emotions are only unique to Earth and interspecies abuse is rare in the galaxy. Hmm. Rare but not unheard of. No. Mm. they're older than us as a race they're more advanced they've got to that level that I think them trying to we'll figure push it on it our us. own yeah. we'll push, push it on us we'll figure it out we're getting better aren't we let's face it we're better as people than we were a few hundred years ago yeah the world's a less brutal place yeah, yeah. yeah. it's I mean, more it's peaceful get, it's yeah. getting better it is actually getting better and then you get the likes yeah. of Putin there's still shit going yeah. on but there'll always be shit going on yeah. until we all get to the same point yeah but I so there is we'll a, at the same point though are we maybe there'll be enough of us so Gaia can vibrate faster and get to that higher level and ascend us all and maybe the people that haven't got to that level won't ascend this sounds like they'll descend to hell <laughs> Well, I think this is where you get the religious aspect, the ascending thing, you're right, the rapture. It's the last book dancing on the eternal rapture, whatever it was. Apparently this ascension's going to happen within the next, like, decade. Bullshit. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Apparently so. And people that, people that ascend won't necessarily know they've ascended. People that don't ascend... That seems like a bit of a ghetto clause. No, people that don't ascend won't necessarily know that they've not ascended, basically. So people that ascend will go off to their fucking... the new higher level whatever. Right. And basically, they're not going to be like... Say, 
I don't know, their next door neighbour fucking Jeff doesn't come with them. They're not going to look next door and go, oh, Jeff ain't there anymore. Where's he gone? It'll just be something else will be in its place and it will be normal to you. So and you wouldn't know anything's changed. For, and it'd be the same for the people that stay in, on the on the lower level, essentially. They'll just say, all the, all the people that have ascended will have just fucked off. They'll be none the wiser in their minds now, in their life, in their realm. They've never existed. Isn't that a bold Ooh. claim to make because we'll never know if it's happened? Well, can't you? Oh, yes, it happened in 10 years. How do we know? Well, in 10 I'll years' start... time, you know, like Claire might not be here and we'll have someone else and we'll just won't know about it. Yeah. But this is why I, I said to us, I said, well, what, what happens, like, if, say, our family, for instance, you ascend, Olivia ascends, I don't, Adam doesn't. You'll have a new wife and a different daughter. But what, what happens there, like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, you won't know. So it's, you used to be a single father. No, he'll have a new wife and a different daughter. Because she'll just be replaced by someone who didn't ascend. No, that's not that's not yeah, right, that, is it? That's madness. Somebody would just be like appear. <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't know. They would <laughs> no, wouldn't know because it just, they, 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 the, the timeline's reset to the point where that's normal to you. Or they'd have so the next door neighbour. Same body, but a different soul in it. This, oh. this is where. All of this is so head-fucking-ly confusing. Because it's bollocks, that's why. <laughs> I, don't remember, I don't remember Susan being such a bitch. <laughs> what happened to her? Where's my nice Susan going? Yeah. Oh, fuck you now. Yeah. Susan! <laughs> Susan! <laughs> I can't live with this imposter. <laughs> but you won't know she's an imposter. That's the point. <laughs> You're like, fuck me, I made a right bitch, didn't I? <laughs> That'll be it. You won't, have, you won't have any memories of Susan previously. You always have no Susan. Yeah. Divorce! <laughs> yeah. So you won't know it's happened. There'll be a lot of divorces the next year, wouldn't there? You know what, we'll monitor the divorce rates over the next ten years. We'll see what happens. There's a massive spike that it's happened. <laughs> uh, but then we won't remember. Oh yeah, <laughs> why is this massive spike in the uh, the divorces? Don't we write it down? <laughs> no, because it'll just change on the paper. Will it? It'll, it'll, everything will just, it'll, it'll just alter. Like someone flicked a switch, and that'll be the new reality. So it'll just be a blank piece of paper. Yeah, or it'll have whatever you. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Like the tombstone disappearing off the photo in Back to the Future. Yeah. Writing off the tombstone, shall I say. Oh, yeah, so you can't even actually it in stone. Yeah. <sighs> Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Albert then takes Garrett to the Akashaic Records, which contain a record of every life ever lived in the universe. It's like the universe's depository of knowledge. So it's like that big filing cabinet. I Basically, know, yes. In Bruce Almighty. Yeah, a big filing cabinet. <laughs> so it is. With deaths and marriages. Yeah. And there, Garrett was shown scenes from a life he'd previously lived as a druid priest who'd met E.T.'s in 3000 BC at Salsley Plain. Of course he did. Because he just happened to be the head priest at Salsley yeah. Plain 3000 years ago. He met an eight-foot-tall alien called Mogans who enlisted Garrett and the villagers to build a cosmic beacon for him because alien beings with advanced tech <laughs> need primitive humans to do shit for them. Mm. And so Mogans gives these very ancient Britons laser cutters and anti-gravity devices and they build Stonehenge. Got ya. 
Fucking that's how it. Yeah. There was five detailed, detailed plans. It's like, yeah, because Stonehenge is really fucking detailed in it. It's a circle of rocks stacked on top of one another. They it's not have, rocket science, is it? They wouldn't need laser cutters for that. And if they did have laser cutters, they're just odd shapes, aren't they? Oh, they've been weathered. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, so the corners could have weathered off. But even so, what I'm saying oh, is, geometrically, it's not complicated. No. It's a circle of rocks with some on top of the, stacked on top of some other rocks. You know, there's detailed plans. You're really fucking detailed, Mugan. Go back to Andromeda. Yeah, piss off back to Andromeda, Mugan. Although he said these people will be back when humans stop being violent. <laughs> oh, God. It's 3000 BC. It's a long way, isn't it? Yeah. Back to Andromeda. It's like the fifth element now, doesn't it? It does. So, yeah, Garrett built Stonehenge in a past life with alien technology and an eight-foot-tall alien because, yeah... <laughs> yeah, of course you did, mate. Did he build the pyramids in his spare time? He probably did. He probably used another Laplace life. Wouldn't surprise me. You can read all about it in one of his books, I presume, if you're really interested. These are just the highlights, I These imagine. are the highlights, yeah, pretty much. Another example Albert showed him was Earth's second moon. Almost a twin of Earth with life. There was a second moon. Albert said it was beautiful to see the two moons in the sky. It had life on it, and then a comet hit it and destroyed it. And it became the asteroid belt. Ooh. But before its impending doom, an ET race performed what I, I technically refer to as a Noah. And they get animal samples to Earth dropped off in Australia because that's master climate. They were marsupials. Emus, for example, are aliens from Earth's second moon that were yep. rescued by ETs. Kangaroos, all of them. Yeah, that's why Australia has animals unique to it. If you believe in Australia. <laughs> some people don't. What? Yeah. Yeah, some people don't. Flat earthers don't believe in Australia. Okay. Even though I presume the ETs could have stopped the moon exploding, they didn't because they can't intervene. Mm. However, they did rescue animals and drop them off, which is intervening. Yeah. I'm still taken back by the fact that people believe that Australia doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, look it up. Yeah, check it out. Flat earth. Ayers Rock in Australia. Uluru. Uluru. It's given its Aboriginal name. That is a communicator with Gaia, by the way. But it doesn't exist. Well, if it does exist, it is a communicator <laughs> with Gaia. It provides subliminal messages to the flora and fauna. It's like a stream of divine consciousness. And if you get attuned and vibrate on that same level, you too can hear it. Mm. Albert then pops back to the astral plane to take him to meet a soul whose last life was none other than Neil Armstrong. And Neil Armstrong died in, what, 2018, 2012, I don't know. Neil had telepathic contact on the moon with an alien called Lassa from the planet Selene, which I think is big if true. Hmm. How come he never spoke about this then? Well... He didn't want to be deemed a nutter, yeah. Yeah. Lassa spills the beans to Neil telepathically on an alien base on the dark side of the moon where they're watching us secretly. But don't tell Buzz or Mission Control because you're sending it mad. And as he landed, <laughs> there was a <laughs> message in the dust that read, Welcome to the moon, Neil Armstrong. Yeah. And he had to rub it out with his feet so Buzz couldn't see when he yeah. came down. Because <laughs> 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 yeah. he never mentioned any of it while he was alive. No. Now, to Garrett, it was obvious that the ETs are everywhere. And Albert says to him that there are human civilizations thriving in our galaxy, some of which are far more advanced than us. So they go on another astral trip to Thrassel. 
with its much more advanced, got flying cars, moving walkways. Sounds like my kind of place. Yeah. Oh, well, no, it's not actually. <laughs> if this is your kind of place, we know what kind of porn videos you watch. We know what kind of porn you like. It's ruled by the Empress Marpesia. It's a matriarchal society, so it's ran by women. Men are all docile and submissive. They are chemically sterilised at three, but it's all right because they're not subjugated or victimised. They used to go to play sports. They have no sex drive, but that's all right because they don't remember having it, so they won't miss it. Oh, maybe it's not my kind of place. There's no crime or war because women are nice. Nah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe this place exists. He says that the women don't fight and argue because they resolve yeah. their differences amicably, like... Have you ever seen two women, like, height of it going at each other? Yeah. It's worse than men. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that I don't believe I don't for one believe second. That, that, that's made the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Actually, they're doing it over, you know, there's reasons they're having arguments, isn't there? Over men. Oh, yeah, you've got to have a point there. Everyone's got a nice, you know, docile, sporty man. Ah, but the sport will be shit. Right? I don't think they really care. And it's without our um, testosterone. Yeah, where's our we can't do, we, We've got no aggression. We've got no ability to, to build muscle. So athletes will be crap. The football will be terrible. Yeah, oh my God, it's the women's revenge because women's football shit. So they've made the men's football shit in, in return. Different. And you won't know any different. So it's still... Well, it is, it like, is if yeah. they can astral project to this reality and watch the premiership. <laughs> no... They said the men are docile. They didn't. <laughs> to me, they can't astral project. Hmm. They're more advanced than we are. They basically breed through artificial insemination through certain certain males who are allowed they to keep, keep select males. Keep but... select males intact. Yeah. Songs on one of them. Yeah, if you're one of them, then you're laughing. Yeah, but, but no, because you're not having sex with them. You're just wanking in a tube. Oh. Oh, artificial mind. insemination. Well, There's no death by snoo snoo in this scenario. I don't, I don't mind. As long as you're like, I can have a wank. That's better than <laughs> not having any of you at all, isn't it? I don't know, I think it's a fascist society, they call it utopian. This is practically eugenics. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> oh my god, the one woman in the in the room is surprised no, by it, your reaction. No, I think it's I think it's sound. <laughs> 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 Fascist <laughs> Now we know how Claire really feels. Yeah, of course. That's like you know, she lives in a patriarchal society, so it sounds like a, probably a, a good change for her, to be fair. I've often thought it. There's a too mm. many sort of, you know, backhanded deals and, you know, males trying to be more powerful than the other. Too many sausages. Yeah. Yeah, too many too cock rockets. At, at, least, at, at this party. Too many pissing contests as well. Yeah. Too yeah. much tractor porn. <laughs> I think if it, you know, swap them all out for females. And then, there yeah. have been many... Civilizations where it has been matriarchal society. Look what happens though when you do have females that are in power. There's that woman at the minute now in the is it, is she in the Labour Party who's being accused of basic like, yeah going like that really in front of yeah uh, Angela like no. doing that kind of thing yeah. like to <laughs> oh, Boris to, to distract him yeah. no way yeah I've not seen whether I haven't seen the footage I haven't seen the footage no wonder yeah. they're watching is there, porn is there footage of it. I honestly don't know. It's a footage of it. <laughs> then they're off to a utopian human civilization called Planet Gamma. Super intelligent humans with advanced technology, and it is a utopia. 
people don't work, everything's provided for them. I thought yeah. we said Planet Gamma, it was going to be I inherited by Gammons. Gammons. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Albert introduces him to a woman named Jo Field, and she says to him that in the early days of civilization, they have much like Earth, but now they're practically perfect in every way. Their scientists gradually remove the cruel genes from their DNA through genetic engineering and eugenics. They're so perfect, even their shit doesn't stink. <laughs> nice. So this place is sounding better and better. It's luxury this, space communism. Yeah, this one is the best of them all, Gamma. Mm. They live hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, due to the genetic engineering. And when you want to die, you just peacefully go into this... Like, Suicide pod. booth. Yeah, it just vaporises you. Releasing your soul and destroying yeah. your body. You can die from natural causes, like if you get hit by a bus or something, and fall down, or whatever, but you, you can live for hundreds of years. I think most people check out that way, you know. Because it's... You know, or they're going with a utopia yeah. that you know. I should imagine suicide that it's on minimal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Also, there's no disease and there's no fat people. Yep. They have diet pills. You can gorge yourself as much as you want. Take this pill and it'll just absorb the calories and you'll stay thin and toned and sexy. I fucking need that place. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look at a cake and I put on pounds. Oh, such a oh, it's, straight to my hips. <laughs> it's gone way past me. Moment <laughs> on the lips, forever on the hips. <laughs> I'm a fat bastard, people. <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm like, no, he's honestly. not. No, he's not. He's husky. There's a lot of Americans. I'm festively plump. Actually, small. That's what you should do. Might move to America, be a jock. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about the time Albert took Guy to the centre of a black hole. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell! Total sensory deprivation, a pit of darkness and despair. Although he saw a tiny primpick of light which he gradually managed to get towards and the light took him through. He emerged to a teddy bear in his home. To the eye of his teddy bear. To the eye of a teddy bear in his home. What? And Albert then tries to teach him a lesson and he says like, hey, you can't experience the light until you've experienced total darkness. And I'm guessing that one sort of came from the Empire Strikes Back. Because he was in there for 30 seconds wasn't he in total darkness and he said it felt like a lifetime. Mm Mm-hmm. And then obviously, I I guess, like I'm guessing this is a metaphor years. for finding Jesus. I found the light. So he, he was in a, in a black hole for what felt like 80 years. Well, no, I'm exaggerating. He's probably exaggerating. I'm well, no, he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was long. It seemed a lot longer than 30 seconds. Yeah, but to cheer up Garrett, after that, because he was visibly, he was quite shaken, Albert took him to the 5D Earth, or higher Earth. And here he met descendants of a civilization from Central America who live in peace and harmony with nature. They've got no negative emotions, no violence or crime, they're all vegan, there's no disease, they're slower aging, and they've got luxury Native American communism. Yep, and they transcended right. from our 3D Earth into this new 5D Earth. Yeah. Basically, some barbarians, weren't they, were about to attack? That's right. And they meditated and they all just vanished. Turned into flowers. Well, they just disappear. Yeah. And they just, on this earth, it, it exists at the same time, it's on a different plane yeah. of existence. See, this is we get the multiverse thing in yeah. there. So, he's saying that if you reach this vibration, mm-hmm. it's higher than what this earth is, yeah, you'll disappear, yeah. And you can't make people disappear. You no, can't you make can't, people you disappear. You can't just, like, wave your hand and make them vanish. <laughs> You know, I've got God Emperor levels. <laughs> you, you know, 
That's what I was going for. You just like, you, they're like, don't like you. You could teach them to reach a higher vibration and do it that way. So they disappear. But you're sending them to paradise, so if you hate them, you don't want to be doing that, do you? Uh, well, you don't want to do a bunch of... I know, because they wouldn't be barbarians anymore. I, they'd I be just, ascended. I was thinking of a great way oh, yeah. of getting rid of the mother-in-law. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like... Ah, I think get rid of you now, bitch. Or maybe you just ascend to... Paradise. Paradise. Maybe you should get rid of her. <laughs> wouldn't you rather <laughs> you go? Me in the end, wouldn't you she... rather you and your wife ascend to this paradise and leave the mother and all back on this hell fucking hole <laughs> we've made for ourselves? Wow. That sounds a better plan to me. <laughs> better get meditating. <laughs> um. <laughs> you have to embrace love, compassion, forgiveness. And stifle your negative emotions. Yeah, then you'll vibrate on the same frequency and progress. You'll just bodily ascend, literally vanishing without trace. Confirming parallel universes with infinite possibilities, many dimensions. Why people are vanishing each year? Yeah. (laughs) Could be. Unexplained disappearances. Yeah. He tells a story of this woman, doesn't he, that ascended. Yeah. She lived in an ashram in India. Well, she visited it. And started meditating and, and... That's right, she vanishes at the temple. Yeah, just vanishes. She spoke to Aslan. <laughs> Is that what you yeah. See, told you, line which... No, no, she was in Azram in India. Ash, in, an, in an ashram. In an ashram, yeah. And yeah. she just vanished. The monks are like, what the fuck, where's she gone? One of the, the spiritual leaders were like, they suspected that she'd... Ascended to this new plane. Oh, someone More, than likely. Yeah. <laughs> More than likely. Yeah. That's what they told the police anyway. She's <laughs> been people trafficked. Yeah. Her yeah. kidney's yeah, in a rich person's body now. 100%. She's having a chest shit on. You know, like that. Some billionaire's yard. <laughs> Without kidneys, Christ. That's hard. <laughs> on one planet, dinosaurs are still the dominant species that the asteroid didn't hit. See, my little boy would love to go there. Yeah. He says that parallel universes... It's not an amusement park. <laughs> <laughs> says they split like mitosis, like cells do, mm. from the original universe. So it's just constantly expanding. Yeah, so time. sort of every sort of like... Every decision. Microsecond or whatever, it splits and splits and splits and splits. So now there's like infinite. The universe is splitting. Yeah. Whoa. Every decision someone makes makes another alternate reality where that yeah. decision played out and the other one doesn't. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'd love to have a go in one of my other realities. Yeah. Just let me have a go. Yes, it would be nice, wouldn't it? If some civilizations are so advanced, they can cross dimensions. So we just hope that happens in the next ten years. Mm. But this you know, it can lead to the Mandela effect. Mm. If I'm familiar with the Mandela effect. Yep. Is that what everyone thought he died in prison? That's yeah. right. And it's also branched off to other things. Is it is it Bernstein Bears or Berenstein Bears? Was there a genie movie called Shazam starring some American comedian? That, no, he said I wasn't in that movie, but people have own it. They've seen it. A lot of the time, it's just people misremembering stuff. A lot of the time. Yeah. For example, you said I am your father line earlier. So many people misquote that. Yeah. Most people think it's Luke, I am your father. It's not. He doesn't say that. He says, no, I, I am, am your, your father. father. Yeah. And then Luke goes, no! Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, a lot of people just misremember stuff and then it becomes, because it spreads, it just becomes lost no, in people's it's heads. No, the parallel universes, they split 
we're for some yeah, reason okay. stuck on this one. Obviously, because he's got to show him New York, he shows him an alternate New York. And this is where the World Trade Center's still there, because in this dimension, there's no Islamic terrorists, because Islam isn't a thing. Hmm. Yeah, in that dimension, Mohammed never founded Islam. So everybody in Europe and the Middle East is Christian. So the Crusades never happened. There's no holy wars, nothing like that. He's telling me, like, this is quite a peaceful place. And... Well, they're Christians, so I'd imagine they still accuse each other of doing something. Some kind of heresy. But, you know, it wasn't the full-scale religious genocide that the Crusades were. <laughs> There's lots of kitty fiddling happening. <laughs> There's probably a lot of that going on. Another one, there was a few black people in, in America in that alternate timeline because England abolished the slave trade in the 16th century, so the mass forced emigration of black people from Africa didn't happen. So there was no civil war because that wasn't an issue. See, good old British. There was no civil rights movement. Martin Luther King was born elsewhere in this scenario. Yeah. Uh, therefore, you had no KKK or far right. Unless they just go after somebody else. Yeah. I know because everyone's Christian or Jewish at this point, aren't they? So that's pretty much it. There'd still have been beef somewhere. Of course. Oh, yeah. Well, after the Jews killing Jesus, then there'd probably still been the beef of that. Yeah. That would be the main thing. Yeah. I guess that, that so. would be the beef, I bet. It w- but yeah. then again, a good Christian should forgive. Yeah. And so Garrett says to Albert, what's my role in all of this then? You know, you've shown me all this, told me all this stuff. So Albert takes him off to meet Aloha, who is the voice of the source, this floating ball of fire. Fire. <laughs> dun, 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 fire. It's Aloha's duty to speak to souls who want to speak to the creator, the source. So this guy has been, well, not to the source, but to the voice of the source. Yeah. Or the force, if you want to go that way. The oh, voice yeah. of God, almost. Though. Yeah. And in, <laughs> interestingly, in Star Wars and the Clone Wars, animated set between the natural two years of the Clone War, Obi-Wan does meet, literally, the force with his two children, the light side and the dark side. Mm. And they are like spiritual beings. They're practically the source of the force. Yeah. So, you know, we just throwing that out there. Maybe there's a little bit of Star Wars coming in here as well. kind of makes me want to watch that series. It's actually a really... I'm on season three, and some of the story arcs get a little repetitive, and some are very good. It's a little bit hit and miss for me, but on the whole, Phil was in a lot of cool lore, and a lot of new characters get introduced. You see a lot more Jedi, you get a better understanding of how that all works, and it's decent. It's worth a watch. Yeah, the source is the totality of the universe. Yep. No one created it. Always was, always will be. The source gave birth to the universe so it could enjoy the splendour of what it was, a way to augment its self-awareness by admiring the ineffable beauty of the limitless cosmos it had spawned in that glorious moment of self-actualisation. Divine actualisation. So it created the universe and all life to make itself feel like a god. Uh, Yeah. To experience. To experience the feeling of a god. I guess. The source is the fountainhead of all life in the universe and it projects unconditional love to all things equally and without reservation. Is there a dark version of it? I hope so, but it wasn't Mm. mentioned. And all souls are individual aspects of the source who were created to explore the universe. 
does sound a bit Star Wars, it, doesn't Star it? Star Trek as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But may the sauce be with you. With you. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been thinking, mm, a nice pasta sauce, a nice cheese pasta <laughs> sauce, maybe. Mm. Yes, the sauce is the master architect of the cosmos. It did the Big Bang. What we experience as souls, the source also experiences. It makes no rules or guidelines for souls to follow in their incarnations. You can't anger the source. Our purpose is to grow and evolve in divine purpose. We are destined to evolve onwards without a finish line and a never-ending journey of exploration to become like the source. So we all end up as gods once we get to a high enough level. Go back to the source, I guess, at the end of it. Yeah, or become like it. Yeah. What's your favourite? Ketchup? Yeah. <laughs> Brown? HP? Does not. gravy count as a sauce? Because they go for that. Yeah, it does, doesn't no, it? No, it's a condiment. No, it's not. Isn't ketchup a condiment then? Yes, no, ketchup's a condiment. It's tomato sauce though, isn't it? Yeah. So, so. Gravy's gravy. So we're all on a on a mission to find the source. That's what it sounds. When we find right? ourselves, we'll find the, the source. source. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like fucking Star Wars to me. It's a bit sort of. Obi 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 Wan. Does it, oh man, I want the Obi Wan. As I'm the only true Jedi here. If you're a Padawan, you're a Soka in this scenario. I should be Obi Wan. I'll be Luke Skywalker. You can, right, you can be, be my Padawan Luke. Fuck it, I'm being Mace Windu then. <laughs> Don't black up then. <laughs> I'm going all out. I'm Yoda. I'm not going to black up. <laughs> Go be Yoda, yeah? I'm Yoda, man. Yeah. 800 odd years old. That'll do for me. I'm still a badass as well. Yeah. Get so bored with fucking. Luke asking him questions, he's like, Do you know what, fuck this, I'm going. I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm off. I'm fed up with this shit. You've been an old man's cock. <laughs> and it's green. And shriveled. And probably useless. Yeah. And 800 years old, man, I don't think you really care too much. The force. Force strong. will keep it erect. Yeah. There the you go. The force in me is still strong. Because <laughs> Jedi can fuck. Yeah. They're allowed to fuck, they just can't have an emotional attachment. Well, there was a female Yoda, wasn't there, in one of the episodes, I believe, at Ooh. some point. <laughs> <laughs> at some point, there is like a, a slight snippet, you do see a woman Yoda. There is, well, there'd be a member of Yoda's race, wouldn't it, whatever race, but I don't think his race has ever been classified. Imagine that gremlin that's dressed up in the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pin up her on the wall. <laughs> no. He did, I've got two coming in spunk. Yeah. <laughs> I defaced it. <laughs> Alright, so Garnet, in the space of his astral travels, has met the voice of God. He's met aliens. He's been to... Parallel universes. Parallel universes. Sent to a black hole. Sent to a black hole. He's talked to dolphins, Sasquatch, fairies, fairies. Spider-like creatures. Spider-like creatures. The Council of Wisdom. Been to Gondor. Might have flown an eagle over Gondor. (laughs) (laughs) He's full of shit. (laughs) He is full of shit. I'm sorry. Everything he said is just ripped from fucking films and imagination. 
Well, he's made some money out of it. You got, a, you got. No, fair play to him, like, but brass neck, and he. Yeah, that's a thing. You see, that's how you do it. That's how Q and On did it. They mixed mm. everything together in a smorgasbord of conspiracy, so it confused the shit out of so, everyone. But so no, they were believing, like, because you get everybody coming in. And in this scenario, you've got your sci-fi lovers. Uh, you've got a bit of Christianity, just a little bit, because Jesus is on the astral plane. You got your UFO guys, you got your New Ages, your spiritualists, cryptids, you got your cryptid lovers, you got your followers of the Fae, the fairies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's playing everybody's tune. Isn't That's it. it. So it's a bit of everything, a bit of something for everybody. It's full of shit, and that that even highlights it even more. I think, doesn't it? The fact that it plays a bit of everybody's favourite music. Yeah, mm. it's just like I can get everyone in on this. <laughs> yeah, it's full of shit. What about the astral plane? What about the traveling? There's see meditation. That I do believe I did a lot of meditation when I was young, doing martial arts and that because my instructor was very heavy into meditation, like using chi things like that. And I do believe that there is possibility of this astral projecting. Whether it's exactly what you think it is, or whether it is just your imagination, either way, it's a very good way of. It's almost like you could almost see it as like a living dream. All right, but in that scenario, I want him, I want Garrett, to come and visit me and ask to do it. Appear right now. If he appears right now in, in Jedi ghost form, hmm. Force ghost form, and says, "Look, guys, I'm Garrett Schulhauser." I'm the guy you've just been speaking about. I didn't appreciate your tone, Ben. <laughs> or Pete. Oh, hello! <laughs> my name's Garrett. Oh, my God. But for anybody watching, he has just appeared. <laughs> oh, shit, you can't see. Uh, right, he's just appeared. Yes, oh, my name's Garrett. Yes, no, that was me. I'm joking. <laughs> if anyone fell for that, I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, if, he, if, he, if that happened, I'd believe every fucking word he said, and I'd be like, teach me. Mm. But no one's ever done it. Yeah. And for anyone that says they can, it's like, all right, well, either show me how to do it, or B, let's test it. Because if I could do something like that, I'd want to show it off. What's in Mike's underpants drawer? What's the fourth can from the left in Mike's food cupboard? You know, and I just like, sit here. Three cans I'd, in there. I'd literally Correct. sit here and just go off and project myself into the kitchen and look. Mm-hmm. And then come back to my body and tell you. I'd be doing shit like that all the time. I'd be making money out of that. I'm making a lot more money than Garrett and his book's going to be on stage in front of... He's on stage, isn't he? Talking about... Yeah, but he's he's not actually projecting off. He's not saying, you in the front row, I've just been to your house. He he just slumps her set. Yeah, your wife's not in a place. (laughs) (laughs) With my my wife. (laughs) Does your missus have a little tattoo on her ankle? Yeah. (laughs) Did you know that? Well, it's wrapped around some fella's neck right right now as we're speaking. (laughs) You know, use it if you're going to do it. Fucking use it. So you should be on stage. Yeah, you should be on stage. Yeah, go to sleep for a second, project out, and go, all right, you in the front row, I've just been to your car, and you know. I found that I've seen that photograph you got in the booth, them kids. (laughs) I've called the police. (laughs) (laughs) Pedo hunter extraordinaire. (laughs) It could be used for good. Exactly. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Or. Rhyme with it. Or he could be getting Russia's nuclear secrets for the for NATO. Mm. 
Or just disarming their fucking... Finding their disarming like codes, making sure they're all disarmed. So. It could be the pedo finder general. <laughs> well, yeah, but he could have more of an impact on the world stage rather than just finding some nonsense, couldn't he? Remember that from Monkey That's Dust. That's yeah, the pedo finder general. <laughs> well, the power vested in me, given to me by some bloke down the pub and said, your sort are all... Nonsense. Nonsense. <laughs> I condemn you to death. He's the hang people he thought were paedophiles. <laughs> There's a BBC on. Three animated series when BBC Three first came out. Mm. It's called Monkey Dust. I think it's some of it's on YouTube. Look yeah, it up. I think it's it good. Is, yeah. I don't know if you never be able to show that again nowadays. <laughs> I'm surprised YouTube hasn't taken it down. Yeah, it's like, oh, show me then. Show me how to fucking do it. Or prove to me you can do it. Is my thing. It's like I'm. I'll believe you if you can. If you can go out, pop yourself into my house, and, and tell me what the fucking third camp on the left is in the cupboard. You know, don't just stand there on stage going, "Oh, I went to this planet and that planet, and I talked to dolphins, no, but and they're all pissed off with us." I haven't got what's his name with me anymore, so I can't do it without him. You know, I've got to like sort of book an appointment mm. with. Hobo Jesus ain't here right yeah. now. Well, why isn't he here? He's your spirit guide. He's sat on a park bench getting drunk <laughs> with Satan. <laughs> yeah. So, what are your thoughts, Claire? I think he's got a great, good imagination. <sighs> and yeah, hats off, off to him for making money from it. But, and I'd like, I'd like to think it's true. You're you know? not buying it, though. I'm not buying it, but I'd like to think it's true. But, you know, we could go to paradise mm. and, and could you astral project for quite some time and just go and chill by the beach? It sounds nice, doesn't it? Sounds it does. ideal. Sounds great. But is that not just falling asleep and having a dream? Like a dream, you said yeah. I've got to be on the fence because what you on the fence? Yeah, I mean, obviously, Never. I'm ne- obviously I don't believe hardly anything of what he's saying. hardly anything. Well, mostly everything. <laughs> Probably absolutely everything, but. With the whole thing of the astral plane, the souls reincarnating, I don't know. I've never died and come back. That's nice. Be nice to, to think it could it. be true, isn't it's, it? But yeah. Who knows? Yeah. You're not going to remember it if you did. You know, that yeah. sounds nice, doesn't it? You know, or you can yeah. you can pick. You want to be a dung beetle, or you? <laughs> I mean, Buddhism. That's a major belief of theirs. Mm-hmm. Reincarnation. Until someone can come back. With the proof, I've got to be on the fence. But we're all kind of unanimously uh, calling this guy out to say, come on, mate, pull the other one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The only thing he's right about is that, as collectively as a species, we're a bit of a bunch yeah. of shits. The only thing he was right about was Sasquatches. <laughs> and then they're, they're alien creatures. Yeah. Who can turn into balls of light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so the human race is all right, then. <laughs> yeah. It's a great tale, though, isn't it? No, it's a doozy, isn't it? It is. It's it might, a doozy. It make a good fucking film, to be yeah. fair, that would. Oh, my God, it's going to be a film, isn't it? Netflix will buy it, though, by It's going to be a film at some point. Oh. Yeah, see, that's the thing. He's not quite Christian enough to get the Christian money. No, is he? He'll get the Netflix money, though. Netflix, maybe. They'll have it. So he's managed to wrap religion and, and and spirituality into a little package for people to digest. He's a kindly grandfather looking old man. 
Now, there is a lot of similarities between him and other so-called like self-proclaimed prophets almost isn't there there's a lot of similarities there definitely well that's what, what it boils down to then he's, he's, he's saying i am the galactic council of wisdom's messenger on earth yeah i'm which the is, new joseph smith i'm which, the new fucking you know, muhammad i'm the new bloody it's a, Moses. Bit, it's a little bit arrogant isn't it yeah very much so i think we're always going to get them through time though yeah Follow, beware of false prophets yeah they're always going to keep Keep coming, aren't they? Maybe he's the Antichrist. And I don't think, you know... Wouldn't that be Ace? Sorry, Claire. Some of these false prophets make themselves, and some some of them, they're made by the people around them, aren't they? Yeah. That's it, yeah. Well, you can't be a false prophet without a fan base. Mm. Yeah, what Pete said, he could be... Imagine if the Antichrist was this kindly-looking, elderly gentleman <laughs> who's softly spoken. Mm. No one ever suspected him. The source is Satan. It's all gone to, it's all gone to shit. Got everybody listening to him and believing him, like, yeah. I think he better go and have a brain scan because I think he's got a tumour or something. <laughs> <laughs> Making him see all this that's, shit. That's jumping off the fence a bit, Mike. <laughs> I said I, I don't believe in what he says, but I can't prove or disprove the astral plane as a thing. No, that's true. It's probably bollocks, but, you know, who knows? I think his tale draws on a lot of fiction. As oh, in, like, yeah. Star Wars, Star yeah. Trek, Chronicles Prometheus... All sorts. Bit of Prometheus in there with the life seeding. Bit of fucking... Bit of Narnia, bit of Lord of the Rings. The one with the blue people and the tail fucking... Avatar. 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 That's it. Tail fucking. He's <laughs> <laughs> a bit creepy. That's what it is really, isn't it? Yeah. Tail like, fucking. I'm going to stick this into this animal. Oh, it likes me now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a goddamn hippie fucking film. I didn't think it was too bad. No, yeah, the human should have won that battle. I'm sorry. Poor fire discipline. And that bombshell. <laughs> put bombshell. It yeah, you can listen to us on SoundCloud and YouTube. SoundCloud is Comfortable in the PTA. YouTube is Apocalypse Bull. We're on Facebook at Comfortable in the Post Truth Apocalypse. I've been Ben. Don't do the favourite. Don't join the cult. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. I've been Claire. Keep an open mind, but not so open that it spills out your ears. And I've been Pete. May the source. Hey. 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 <laughs>